One and 0 to Odor. The pitch hit in the air, deep to right field, and down the line. This one is gonna go! A three-run homer! Rubned Odor again! And the Padres are back in front. It's 8-6. to six. Rugned Odor with the Padres' biggest swing of the season so far. A go-ahead three-run home run in the ninth inning as the Padres win the rubber game of their three-game series in Washington, D.C. by a final of 8-6. to six. Final totals for San Diego, eight runs, nine hits, and two errors. And for the Nationals, six runs, 12 hits, and one error. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside our San Diego Padres Radio Network studios. Great to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon we have a lot to do on our post game show we'll play you back all the radio highlights from what was an absolutely wild game in Washington DC and in many ways if Rugnet Odor doesn't hit that home run in the ninth inning I think it's safe to say this would have been the most crushing loss of the Padres season so far a lot to break down and a lot to tell you about we'll have the radio highlights we'll also hear from Bob Melvin and much much more to come Again, the Padres improved to 23 and 27 with the win. Washington drops to 21 and 29. Padres had a 5 to 1 lead in this game, and that was before the Nationals scored five runs in the seventh inning. The Washington Nationals had seven consecutive hits in the seventh inning to take a 6-5 to five lead. The Padres, until that home run by Rugnet Odor, had been 2-15 for 15 with runners in scoring position in the game. In so many ways, things were not going right in a lot of aspects of this game for the Padres, but Rugnet Odor, who had a big RBI double uh, earlier in the game, a two-run double in the fifth inning, comes up with the biggest swing of the Padres' season to this point. And it doesn't come from Manny Machado, doesn't come from Sander Bogarts, doesn't come from Fernando Tatis Jr. or Juan Soto. But I think right now what Rugnet Odor did in that ninth inning, the biggest hit the Padres have had so far. In game number 50, Padres win a series. They take two of three from the Washington Nationals, their first series win since the very first part of May. So the Padres will head to New York City for a three-game series against the New York Yankees on a high note, winning this rubber game 8-6. to six. A lot to do on our post-game show. It'll be you and me here on 97.3 The Fan until 6 p.m. We are going all the way till 6 p.m. with our Padres post-game show. We'll have plenty of time for phone calls and much, much more to come as we wrap this one up from now. Nationals Park in Washington, D.C. Again, the final score, San Diego 8, Washington 6. We play back the radio highlights when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Washington, D.C. The Padres 8 and the Nationals 6. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios on our post-game show. Great to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon. I'm taking you up until 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. So we have a lot of time to break down this ball game as the Padres get. I would think, and I think it's pretty safe to say, their biggest win 
of 2023 to this point because of what it would have felt like had the Padres lost this game in the manner which they would have lost this game had they not had the big three-run go-ahead home run by Rugnet Odor in the ninth inning, giving the Padres an 8-6 to lead with the Padres down to their final out as the Padres take two of three from Washington, and now they head to New York City, a three-game series beginning against the New York Yankees tomorrow in the Bronx. A lot to break down in this game. We'll go back to Washington, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that. We also might have some reaction from the clubhouse. We'll take your phone calls, give out our daily awards at a town scoreboard, and much more to come. But let's break this one down and recap it with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes. The game did not start all that great for San Diego. A scoreless top of the first inning in the bottom half of the first against Blake Snell. Lane Thomas hit a line drive to third base. Hassan Kim made a dive for it, caught it for a moment, but the ball popped out. Kim threw to first base, but Jake Cronenworth wasn't there to cover. Jake Cronenworth appeared to have thought that Kim caught the ball, but it again, it popped out. Kim picked it up, threw to first base, and nobody was there. Thomas went to second base as the throw went to the dugout, an error on Ha-Sung Kim. Thomas went to third base on a wild pitch. Joey Manessis dug in with one out. 0-1 pitch, hit hard and through the right side for a base hit. Thrown an infield or not, solid contact for Joey Manessis. He has driven in his 25th run of the year. An opposite field RBI single and a 1-0 Nationals lead in the first. In the top of the second, Ha-Sung Kim was at the plate with two men away. He fouled the ball off his left knee area and was in a lot of pain. He came out of the game with the help of, of uh, Padres athletic training staff. With the count one and one, Brandon Dixon pinch hit for Kim and hit a two-out single. And uh, we'll get the update, I'm sure, on Kim from Bob Melvin in just a little bit. Trent Grisham then hit a two-run home run to left field against national starter Jake Irvin. Grisham's fifth home run of the season gave the Padres a 2-1 to one lead. Padres loaded the bases with nobody out in the third as Irvin walked the bases loaded and then fell behind Xander Bogarts 3-0, but the Padres did not score. Padres still led 2-1, to one, heading to the fifth inning when Nationals reliever Andres Machado entered. Fernando Tatis Jr. led off with a single. Juan Soto walked with one out. They went to second and third base on a balk by Machado and Xander Bogarts at the plate, with the Padres just one for their last 31 at the time with runners in scoring position. The count went 3-2 and two on Xander Bogarts. 3-2, and two, the pitch to Bogarts. Xander swings, lines it into center field and a base hit. Tatis will score. Soto held at third as the throw comes in behind the mound from Call. An RBI single for Xander Bogarts, and for the first time in this series, the Padres a hit with a runner in scoring position. Bogarts then stole second base. Matt Carpenter struck out looking. Rugnet Odor stepped in with still runners on second and third. A one pitch hit in the air to left field. That will get down for a base hit. Knocked down by Garrett. Both runs going to score. Odor on his way to second. The throw comes in wide. Hits the umpire. And Rugnet standing at second base as two more runs come in. 
Meanwhile, Blake Snell wasn't perfect, but he found his way through five innings. He walked four, hit a batter, and had to work out of bases loaded jams in both the fourth and the fifth innings, but Blake Snell left the game with the Padres ahead 5-1. to one. Padres had scoring chances in both the sixth inning and the seventh inning, a runner on second base with one out in each inning, but they did not score. Tim Hill took the mound out of the Padres' bullpen in the seventh. It did not go well. Luis Garcia hit a leadoff single. Joey Manessis singled. Jamer Condelario hit an RBI double. It was a 5-2 game. Nick Martinez then replaced Hill. He gave up a pinch hit RBI single to Corey Dickerson. It was 5-3. Still runners on first and third with nobody out. Dominic Smith was next. First 3-2 pitch, he does not go here, and a ground ball towards first, that'll get through into right field and a base hit. Candelario has scored. An RBI single for Dominic Smith, his third straight two-hit game, and it is 5-4 San Diego in the seventh. And there was still nobody out. Alex Colvin dug in. He bunted. Nick Martinez fielded it, but Jake Cronenworth, who was playing second base at the time, was late getting to first base to cover from second. Martinez and Cronenworth could not connect on the throw. The throw went into right field. An error on Nick Martinez. Dickerson scored. Smith went to third. Call went to second. And the game was tied at 5-5. Still nobody out. Caber Ruiz then pinch hit for Riley Adams. Now the 2-1 pitch, and that's it hard. Over to Cronenworth, it eats him up, rolls behind him, and Smith will score from third as the Nationals take the lead. It's 6-5. Seven consecutive hits to begin the inning. Five runs scored for the Washington Nationals, and they had a 6-5 lead. It was a nightmarish seventh inning to that point for the San Diego Padres. But to Nick Martinez's credit, he would settle down a bit. He got two pop-ups for the first two outs of the inning. With Call on third base and Ruiz still at first base, it was... Luis Garcia at the plate in that seventh inning. A wild pitch by Nick Martinez that went to the backstop. It ricocheted, or I should say uh, Brett Sullivan got in front of it enough to where he was able to go get it. And then Call, who was darting home from third base, Sullivan made a great play on him, got the ball, tagged out Call before Call went into his slide. Out at home plate, there was a replay review but the call was uh, not confirmed. It stood, and that was the end of the inning. So, again, Sullivan made a great play, tagging out call at home plate for out number three, and that meant the Nationals still only led 6-5 to five at the end of seven innings. Padres trailed 6-5, heading to the eighth inning. Brandon Dixon hit a leadoff double against Kyle Finnegan, but Trent Grisham bunted in the air to third base for out number one. Then Finnegan struck out pinch hitter Nelson Cruz and Fernando Tatis Jr., to end the inning. Drew Carlton tossed a scoreless bottom of the eighth inning. That was significant. Here's why. The Padres rallied against Hunter Harvey in the top of the ninth inning, trailing 6-5. to five. Back-to-back singles to start the frame from Jake Cronenworth and Juan Soto. But then Harvey struck out Xander Bogarts. He struck out Matt Carpenter. At that moment, the Padres were 2-15 for 15 with runners in scoring position on the day. They were one out away from a crushing loss in Washington. There were two on for Rugned Odor. 1-0 to Odor. The pitch hit in the air, deep to right field, and down the line. This one is going to go! A three-run homer! Rugned Odor again! And the Padres are back in front. It's 8-6. to six. 
What a moment and what a swing for Rugnet Odor, the biggest swing of the Padres' season to this point. The Padres had an 8-6 lead heading to the bottom half of the ninth inning. Josh Hader came on for the save opportunity. He struck out Corey Dickerson, got a fly out the center field from Dominic Smith. The game was left up to Alex Call. Two and two. Here it is from Hader. And a swing and a miss. 97-mile-an-hour fastball. Hader works a 1-2-3 bottom of the ninth inning. And the Padres steal one in Washington, 8-6 over the Nationals to win the series two games to one. Steal one, they did. Rugned Odor, what a day. Two hits, including a two-run double and a three-run home run as he continues to be a huge contributor to this Padres ball club. And the Padres get an 8-6 win in Washington and a series win as they take the rubber game. For the Padres, again, eight runs, nine hits, two errors. For the Nationals, six runs, 12 hits, and one error. Padres improved to 23 and 27. Nationals dropped to 21 and 29. As the Padres avoid, in my opinion, what would have been their most crushing loss of the season, especially with what happened in that seventh inning. Seven consecutive hits for the Washington Nationals. They scored five runs to take a six to five lead. But again, Nick Martinez said, down, got two outs, and then if you haven't seen the play from Brett Sullivan to end that inning, it was really impressive and really, really important as he tagged out Alex Call, trying to come home to score on a wild pitch that ended the inning. The Padres had major, major issues with runners in scoring position in this game. They had a few hits with runners in scoring position in this game as well, and it proved to be the hits with runners in scoring position they did have made all the differences, uh, all the difference, I should say. But on the day, the Padres were three for 16 with runners in scoring position. And before that Odor home run, they were two for 15 in those scenarios. They had a lot of opportunities to tack on to their lead in the middle portion of the game. Then when they trailed, they had a runner at second base with nobody out, couldn't get him in. But Rugnet Odor with one swing, Made us forget all about that here today as the Padres come away with a very, very important 8-6 to win. We'll go back to Washington on the other side of this break. Hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin and continue to break this one down. Again, the final score, Padres 8, National 6. Our postgame show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. <laughs> Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. As we recap this one, the Padres getting a come-from-behind win here today. The final score, San Diego 8 and Washington 6. Rugnet Odor, if you missed it, the go-ahead three-run home run in the ninth inning. And I'll tell you, baseball can be a funny game, right? Because one of the things we talked about last night and one of the things we talked about in the pregame show today was the fact that the Padres have had trouble coming from behind in games this year. In fact, entering today, the Padres were just 1-23 when trailing after seven innings and 0-22 when trailing after eight innings. And they won this game trailing after seven and trailing after eight. So the Padres get their first win of the season when trailing after eight innings. And Rugnet Odor had a huge day, including an early 
two-run double uh, that put the Padres uh, ahead 5-1. to one. That came in the fifth inning. And then, of course, that five-run seventh inning by Washington made it 6-5 to five in what was just a nightmarish seventh inning for the San Diego bullpen and the defense as well. But the Padres get probably their biggest swing of the year from uh, Rugnet Odor as uh, Odor hits a three-run home run in the ninth inning as the Padres win it 8-6. to six, Were the Padres perfect in this game with runners in scoring position? They were not. They went a combined 3 for 16. But I think today does show you the power of when you are able to come up with just a couple of hits with runners in scoring position. It can really change a game, and that's the way uh, it went down here today, despite the Padres really spoiling a lot of good opportunities throughout the course of the game. But here today, the Padres, especially after that seventh inning, you got the feeling they just needed to find a way to win to avoid what would have been such a crushing loss at the hands of the Washington Nationals, and they get that by the final of 8-6. to six. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll go back to Washington to hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a moment. So stay tuned for that. We'll also have some additional audio coming for you from the clubhouse after this win. We'll take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard coming up later. Give out our daily awards. And again, I'm taking you up until 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. So we will have plenty of time for phone calls. Uh, If you want to get in line, it's still going to be a little bit till we get to phone calls. But if you want to get in line wait on hold for a little bit you can do that phone number to call 833-288-0973 again the phone number is always 833-288-0973 we'll get to your calls a little bit later if you want to get involved on social media you can do that as well tweet at me at 97.3 the fan sd or on my twitter sammy lev s-a-m-m-y-l-e-v you can also send me a message on instagram as always sammy lev there as well s-a-m-m-y L-E-V. Let me know your thoughts about today, uh, today's game in Washington. And uh, happy to read your messages and your tweets live on the air. Let's go back to Washington now. Here's some post-game reaction from the skipper, Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Bob, quite a roller coaster ride today. How big was it to come out with the win on that one? Yeah, we've been needing a couple swings like that. So not only did we, you know, get to cash in on some, you know, runners in scoring position early in the game, we did obviously late as well, and Odor's had a lot to do with that lately. He's a guy that was a late side in spring training, had to wait for his opportunities recently with Manny down. He's gotten those opportunities, and it seems like he's making the most of them. Without a doubt. I mean, he's, he, you feel good when he's at the plate right now. Obviously, you know, when guys are swinging good and when they're not. But, um, you know, I've said often he's not, a, he's not afraid of any situation. I've seen him many times over on the other side, and... You know, right now he's swinging a hot bat for us and came up at the right time. Some hits with runners in scoring position today. And just how important was it for the offense to maybe pick up the defense and the pitching today, which has really been carrying the club for a while? Yeah, they, you know, well, we typically, we played two games in a row not very well defensively, um, which is unlike us a little bit. And the bullpen's been so great, Nick in particular, that to be able to pick those guys up with a different facet that's going to be important for us to, you know, obviously swing the bats and get some big hits and, you know, showed up at the right time today. How would you evaluate Blake's outing today? It was spotty as far as his command at times, but ended up making, you know, four walks, ended up making big pitches, throws 100 pitches and, you know, in five innings or right at it, but got big outs when he needed to. 
Um, you know, had to struggle a little bit with, like I said, with his command, but, you know, ends up making a big pitch. We, we talked yesterday about needing to punch back and the fact that you guys were down and, yeah. and came back, not just the Odor home run, but the at-bats by Cronenworth and, and Soto there. What, is, what right. does that all mean? Yeah, look, we have the ability to do it. It's just stringing some together. So, you know, today's a good start. We're going to have to continue to do that. You know, late in the game here, it's tough to see, too. You know, i got to give their critter, hit it some hit her some credit, too, for putting up a five spot when, you know, the seventh inning shadows are all over the place and stringing some hits together. So, you know, hopefully this is the game that kind of spurs us to be better offensively. How big was that by Dixon? He didn't have much notice, comes in and kind of gets you guys started. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, you know, we were joking about that. There's no consequence of bat there with, with two strikes, but... You know, it seems like today he, he found that stroke that we saw in, in you know, we were seeing in AAA. So had good at-bats across the board today. Uh, we'll see, you know, with Kimmy, x-rays negative. Um, he felt better as the day went along. I, I doubt he'll be able to play tomorrow, but at this point it doesn't look like an I.O. Robinero mentioned to me yesterday how good he's been feeling yeah. the last 10 games. How good is for you to see the process translate into results? Yeah, he works hard. Look, he's, he's ready for anything right now. You know, had to, had to play third, he's played second, he's played the outfield for us, a little different role that he's had, you know, at any point in time of his career. He just wants to help his team win, and today he certainly did that. What was your advantage on Brett Sullivan's tag in the seventh inning? At the, at the, initially, it did not look like he had tagged him, and then, you know, when he came in, he said, I got his foot. So it was, you know, an important call that you know, that the, the out call was made because when you go back and look at replay, you, I mean, you could tell a little bit that he got it, but, you know, obviously sometimes the ones that are close don't go your way. So I think we, maybe we benefited by the fact that the initial call was out. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse in Washington, D.C. as the Padres win this game by a final of 8-6 to six over the Washington Nationals. Sam Levitt back with you inside our Padres Radio Network studios. Good to have you with us on this Thursday evening as we cross the 5 p.m. hour. And again, I'm taking you up until 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. Still a lot to do in our post-game show. Before we continue on, let's pause for Station. ID on the Padres Radio Network. KWFNFM and KWFNH1 San Diego. Hey, it's Fernando Santos Jr. You're listening to Padres Baseball on Padres Radio Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside our Padres Radio Network studios. Again, the Padres pull out a big 8-6 win over the Washington Nationals in the rubber game of this three-game series. And the Padres avoid what would have been a sixth consecutive series loss. The Padres had not won a series since the first few days of the month of May when they took two of three from the Cincinnati Reds at the very beginning of this month. And again, if they had not won this game today, they would have six consecutive series losses. Padres improved to two and five in rubber games this year. And look, I think before the game, you could have argued this was a game the Padres simply had to have against the Nationals on the road against the team that they should be better than, a lot better than when all is said and done, all the respect to the Washington Nationals, but that's the truth. That's what uh, any uh, evaluator would say, right? We said that before the game, and you probably said that before the game as well, but especially after what happened 
in the seventh inning, the way things unfolded when the Nationals took that 6-5 to five lead, in my mind, this became, uh, became a, a game the Padres had to come back and win. They had to find a way to come back and win because if not, I think you were looking at the most crushing loss of this Padres season in game number 50 to this point of the year. And the Padres, it took them until their final out. It took a, an unlikely hero again in Rugnet Odor, but they found a way to win this game. And despite the issues with runners in scoring position, despite the bullpen troubles in this game, despite the shaky defense in this game at times, and despite all the issues with runners in scoring position, they found a way to win this game. And it just became, as this game went on, one, they really, really, really had to have. So the Padres find a way to pull it out 8-6. to six. Still a lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Rugnet Odor inside the Padres clubhouse on the other side of this break. We have a lot of daily awards to give out. Take a look at the, uh, the uh, full out-of-town scoreboard and uh, much, much more to come on our post-game coverage. Plus, we will take your phone calls coming up here soon. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. Again, the final score Padres 8 National 6 more coming up on the Padres radio network Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Washington, D.C., the Padres 8 and the Nationals 6. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios, taking you up until 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. Again, we will take some of your phone calls here coming up a little bit later in this segment and throughout the next 45, 50 minutes here as we have an extended edition of our Padres postgame show. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Phone number again, 833-288-0973. You can also communicate with us on social media. Tweet at us at 973thefansd or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let me know your thoughts about this game. I might just uh, read your comment on the air. You can also send me a message on Instagram. Sammy Lev there as well. S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. No doubt the hero of this game, Rugned Odor. The two-run double in the fifth inning, that made it a 5-1 game. And then after that tough seventh inning, it looked like the Padres might have their most crushing defeat of the season. The game came down to the final out in the ninth inning. Rugnet Odor, a three-run go-ahead home run in the ninth inning, propelling the Padres to an 8-6 to win. Let's hear both those hits by Rugnet Odor. Here was the two-run double in the fifth. Pitch hit in the air to left field. That will get down for a base hit. Knocked down by Garrett. Both runs going to score. Odor on his way to second. The throw comes in wide. Hits the umpire. And Rubned standing at second base as two more runs come in. So the Padres, after that base hit, had a 5-1 to one lead. It would stay that way until the seventh inning when the Nationals had seven consecutive hits to begin the seventh inning they scored five runs in the process an error in that span as well and they took a six to five lead the Padres in the ninth inning got two straight singles to start the ninth inning against Hunter Harvey a single from Jake Cronenworth a single from Juan Soto but after that Harvey bounced back to strike out Xander Bogarts strike out Matt Carpenter Two outs in the inning. The game left up to Rugnet Odor. And for perspective, the Padres before the Odor at bat, 
were two for 15. Two for 15 with runners in scoring position. It had been an issue all game long. Down to their final out, Rugned Odor at the plate. 1-0 to Odor. The pitch hit in the air, deep to right field, and down the line. This one is going to go! A three-run homer! Rugned Odor again! And the Padres are back in front. It's 8-6. to 8-6, to six, Padres go on to win by that final score. Josh Hader, a 1-2-3-9th inning. Rugnet Odor has been wonderful as of late for the San Diego Padres. Going back to last Sunday's game against the Boston Red Sox, he has been as big as a contributor offensively as the Padres have had as of late. In the last four games, Rugnet Odor now has seven hits, has two home runs, has a double, has seven RBIs, and he provided to me. And if you agree out there, you don't agree out there, you can call me coming up, 833-288-0973. I think the biggest swing of the Padres' season to this point in game number 50 in Washington today. Let's go back to Washington. Here's some post-game reaction from today's hero, Rugnad Odor. Good, you know, that made me, I don't know, be more more tight with the guys, you know, like, especially in those moments, everybody, it was happy, you know, like, I was happy. I don't know what to say. You Can know? you take us through that at bat? Yeah, I mean, he's a guy who throws really hard, you know, I was looking for the fastball, and he threw me that fastball, and I was ready to, to go, you know, like, it was a good pitch, and then guy put good contact on it. What is your mindset coming into that bat, knowing I was the ready, level of importance? I was ready, I was ready to hit that fastball. You know, like I was ready to look. I was looking for that pitch, and then God put good contact on it, hit it out. You were feeling comfortable. You guys haven't won a series since May third. What can a win like this mean for this team? It means a lot, you know. This is the first, you know, after those games. But we're ready to go, you know. Like we got plenty, plenty games left, and we believe each other. We believe everybody in this club, and we're ready to go. When you, when you saw that you hit the home run, like, how was your reaction? I mean, it was, it was happy. You know, I was happy that I hit the home run and I got the win to, for the team. You think this can be the game that kind of turns things, a game like this, when you did come back way you did? Yeah. You know, I, I, think, I think I said the other day, it takes one game to start going, you know. Let's see tomorrow. You certainly hope today is the game in game number 50 that turns this season around for the San Diego Padres. What a day for Rugnet Odor. And you heard him say there that he was waiting on the fastball, got a 98.6 mile per hour fastball from Hunter Harvey, and Odor turned it around at 104.5 miles an hour of exit velocity, a home run that went 369 feet. The swing of the season so far for the Padres by Rugnet Odor. Does it erase all the other issues with runners in scoring position? No. Padres right now have to take it one game at a time. We'll see how they do on Friday in New York, uh, tomorrow in New York. And the Padres still four games below 500, but no way around it. This was a major, major win for the Padres, and especially with the way they did it. Rugnet Odor, a double, a home run, five RBIs on the day. There was a very important pitching performance in this game as well. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's 
Ace Pitcher of the Game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our Ace Pitcher of the Game, we will go with Drew Carlton. And here's why. Drew Carlton comes in in the bottom half of the eighth inning. The Padres at this point trailing 6-5 to five after what was a stunning seventh inning. Nationals scoring five runs to take a 6-5 lead. And this is also after the Padres had a runner on second base with nobody out in the top of the inning and did not score. So Carlton comes in and settles things down. A 1-2-3 inning gets Garcia, Manessis, and Candelario, the 2-3-4 batters in the Washington lineup, keeps it a one-run game, and that ended up being really significant because the Padres get the home run by Odor in the ninth inning. So Drew Carlton, one of the newer Padres, did a really good job in this game. I mean, he came in and did the job in the eighth inning, and to me, that's why Drew Carlton is our ace pitcher of the game. That was... A big-time performance. Those were three really, really big outs in this game. Before we get to some of your phone calls, again, the number 833-288-0973. Let's take a look at some players that have hit home runs today around the major leagues with our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. Let's tell you about some of the players that went yard today around the major leagues. In the Rockies, 7-6 win over the Marlins. Jorge Soler had a home run for the Marlins, a two-run home run, his 15th of the year. And for the Rockies in that game, Elias Diaz hit his sixth home run, a solo home run, as again, the Rockies won it by a final score of 7-6. to six. Tigers leading the White Sox right now, 4-2 to two in Detroit. Akil Badu has hit his second home run of the year in that game. Gavin Sheets has hit his seventh home run of the year in that game for the White Sox. Right now, Braves and Phillies tied at three in the third inning in Atlanta. Marcelo Zuna, his 10th home run of the year with a solo home run in the second. Austin Riley, a two-run home run, his eighth of the season. Uh, That one came in the first inning for Atlanta. Alec Bohm also his sixth home run, a two-run home run in that game for the Philadelphia Phillies. Taking a look at some other home runs, Dansby Swanson has hit his fifth home run for the Chicago Cubs. A solo home run in the first inning for the Cubs. Mets and Cubs tied at one right now in Chicago. And we'll have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up a little bit later in our post-game coverage. But again, we have plenty of time here to take your phone calls and wrap this one up as the Padres win it 8-6 over the Washington Nationals. Was it a perfect game? No, Padres had issues with runners in scoring position. They had shaky defense in this game. Blake Snell found his way through five innings, but was wild at times and frustrating at times in this game. But again, the Padres, you said it before the game, and you said it after that seventh inning. The Padres had to find a way to win this game, and they end up doing that. So hopefully they can take some momentum after a series win to Yankee Stadium, a three-game series beginning against the Yankees tomorrow evening 
in the Bronx. But like I said, plenty of time for phone calls. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. The phone boards are lighting up, so let's go to the phones. We begin today with Mario, who's calling in from National City. Hi, Mario. Welcome to the Padres hey, Post Game Show. Yeah, he- hello, Mario. How are you? Hey, good evening, man. What a good evening it's become. Yeah, you know what? Could have gone the other way, that's for sure. But uh, luckily, Padres were able to uh, pull out a win, make this a, a much happier post-game, the, uh, post-game show than it would have been otherwise. Absolutely. Well, today wasn't Manny, it wasn't Juan, it wasn't Junior, it wasn't Bogart. It was Odor. And, you know, they're all pros. They're all pros. On any given day, it could be Cam, Cronenworth, they're all pros. And that's the way the season's going to continue. It could be this player or that player or this player. That It doesn't always have to be top dogs because at the end of the day, they're all top dogs. Yeah, look, uh, you make a good point, Mario. It, it doesn't matter, especially right now with the struggles of this team through 50 games. They're still sitting at four games below 500 even after this one. At this point, I don't really care who delivers the big hits and who hits the home runs and who delivers with runners in scoring position. It's just got to be somebody in that lineup because whether it's been the top of the lineup or the middle of the lineup or the bottom of the lineup, this team has flat out struggled to score runs, whether it's been with runners in scoring position or not. So I'm with you. Um, Doesn't always have to be the Fernandos and the Xanders and the Juan Sotos and the Manny Machados, but uh, hey, credit to Rugnet Odor. I mean, he's done a wonderful job in these last four games, and you know what? I I know the first 50 games have not gone the way anybody expected record-wise, but good teams, great teams, they have guys like Rugnet Odor step up at points in the season and deliver big moments, and that is what Odor has done, especially here today. Absolutely. It feels so good to be a diehard, Sam. (laughs) All right, Mario. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much for uh, calling in and uh, tuning in as always. Let's go to Johnny, who's calling in from Lakeside. Hi, Johnny. Hey, Sammy. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Turn down your radio for me, and we're good to go. Oh, sorry about that. There we go. Hey, all right. Yeah, I think it's a a pretty uh, mixed feeling game. Mm. I think it was, I, I don't like to be as happy after wins like this, especially when I mean, it's not like it was a, a great team. It was the Washington Nationals that crawled back into this one. I think it seems like our bullpen kind of got mentally weak. They're, they've been lights out and bulletproof usually. Uh, they kind of allowed them to crawl back in. Don't really like that. And I do like that Rune and Odor stepped up. We needed some big hits in this game. He's been providing over the last 10 games, I think, batting over 280 now, which is good for him, hitting some home runs. Uh, but we need those other guys to step up too, man. This is uh, – this runners in scoring position, this isn't sustainable and uh, – I know the first 50 games haven't gone as expected, and I think it's going to continue this trend unless we can get some uh, sustainable uh, innings and some and some uh, culmination of some hits together. So I don't know. A little concern going forward, especially mm. we got the Yankees coming up, and we still got a long half of the season or a long uh, you know two thirds of the season left. So we'll see what they could do. Johnny, appreciate the call. And look, I, I think you're totally fair to have mixed feelings about this win. Now, do I think it was a much needed win and a good win ultimately for this team? I do, because right now they just need the wins and they needed this one even before the game began in the worst of ways. And especially with what happened in the seventh inning, they they needed this win. I mean, even after what happened in the seventh inning, I was looking at this game with the Padres having six outs to play with. And I was saying to myself, and uh, I saw some other people saying it online, 
you know, the Padres had to find a way to win this game. They could not lose this game here today, especially in the fashion uh, it would have been had they lost the game. So luckily, look, Rugnet Odor steps up and has a huge moment in that ninth inning. No way around it. There were major issues with runners in scoring position in this game. Now, they got enough hits with runners in scoring position to win the game. The three they got ended up being really critical. But you're right. I mean, there were major issues. And for a while, it was the same old story. You look at some of the situations in this game. The Padres had the bases loaded with nobody out in the third inning. They did not score. An inning-ending double play off the bat of Matt Carpenter in that third inning. In the sixth inning, they had Trent Grisham on second base. One out, did not score. Seventh inning, they had Juan Soto on second base. One out, did not score. Eighth inning, leadoff double by Brandon Dixon. Nobody out, did not score. And in the ninth inning, they had runners on first and second. Nobody out, but then Bogarts and Carpenter strike out, and then Odor hits the home run. Again, before that Odor home run, the Padres were 2 for 15 with runners in scoring position. It is, it is no doubt a category that has to be better. We've talked about it forever now. I won't even get into the overall number. You probably know it if you're listening by now or at least around where that number is and how far down it is on the uh, team rankings, uh, the overall batting average with runners in scoring position. Look, had Odor, let's say, not hit the home run, this game is over and the Nationals win it 6-5, to five. A, this is a very different sounding post-game show and we are just harping on the runners in scoring position issue. So, I'm not forgetting what happened. Luckily, they had enough hits with runners in scoring position in this game to win it. But look, I totally understand if after this win, you're still sitting there and saying, all right, we got the win. But this offense still has to fix that major problem because today, for the most part, it was a major problem. I mean, three for 16 is, is uh, I mean, this game, based on the opportunities the Padres have, they should have scored way more than 10 runs. So they had plenty of opportunities. Rugnet Odor bailed them out, but I totally understand the point, and I think you all are allowed to have mixed feelings about this win. Let's go to Jim, who's calling in from Lakeside. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the Padres postgame show with Sam Levitt. How are you? Good, Sammy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Hey, um, I just, uh, I just want to say um, I really think that the Padres really could have capitalized. I think it was the third, could have been the fourth, but like when the pitcher lost control, I really would have liked Xander taking instead of hitting on that three-one or swinging on that three-one if he would have taken that because he's walking everybody, and I'm like. Oh, man, I really wish you would just make that pitcher work some more. What do you think about that? Yeah, look, uh, the starting pitcher for the Nationals, Jake Irvin, you're right, Jim. He was very, very wild in that third inning. He walked Fernando Tatis Jr. He walked Jake Cronenworth. Uh, They went to second and third, if you remember, on the throwing error uh, when uh, they tried to uh, pick off Tatis at second base, and they both moved up to second and third. And then Juan Soto walked. And by the way, Juan Soto was on all five times in this game. Four walks and a single scored a couple of runs. So all in all, it was a good day as far as being on base for Juan Soto. And then Xander Bogarts, I believe the count went to 3-0 and 
on Xander, and he pops out on the 3-1 pitch, and then the double play really well turned, but still a double play off the bat of Matt Carpenter. Uh, But you're right. Look, Irvin was all over the place, and the Padres let him off the hook. So that was a tough inning. Certainly that was... You know, right there at the very top of the list as far as the issues with runners in scoring position and missed opportunities throughout this game. Absolutely. But, hey, the good thing is about having runners in scoring position is the paws are getting hits and they're getting guys on base, and that's a good problem to have. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. Look, again, and uh, appreciate the call, Jim. Again, I, I – <laughs> Uh, the home run by Odor and the way the Padres won this game, certainly you'll take it, and it's a really good win. This would have been the toughest loss of the season so far, and there have been some tough ones so far. <laughs> but this, I think, would have been the very top of the list because of what happened in the seventh inning and against the team in the Nationals. No disrespect to the Nationals, but this is a team the Padres should, when it's all said and done, be a lot better then so look it doesn't erase the rest of the issues with runners in scoring position but it was uh, a good win and a much needed win and uh, we'll see if the Padres can carry some momentum into New York it's a tough series against the Yankees the Yankees aren't a perfect team but they do hit for power they do score runs they do have Aaron Judge they do have a lot of players in that lineup that can do a lot of damage so it's a tough test in the Bronx tomorrow Saturday and Sunday But if you want to zoom out a little bit, Padres have now won three of four. Hopefully, there's some momentum heading into Friday. Remember, they scored seven runs on Sunday, seven runs on Tuesday. They end up scoring eight runs in this game. Obviously, it has not been all perfect. This was an out away here today from being a really, really tough loss. But you hope that you can look back here at game number 50 in Washington and point to it when this thing is all said and done as a turning point. Certainly hope so. So we'll see what they do on Friday uh, tomorrow in New York. Let's go to Jay, who's calling in from Escondido. Hi, Jay. Hey, Sam. <clears throat> Sorry if I'm, like, totally opposite of everyone, especially the guy who's calling up and saying all the big dogs. To me, this is, seriously, it's abysmal. This is really an abysmal team. We beat a really poor Washington team. Doesn't mean anything. Um, we couldn't sweep them, and now we're going to go to New York. And it's hard to have a lot of confidence, Sam, with with the way they're playing. And I mean, yes, it's great to win and way better than losing, but in the fashion, the way that they're doing it, with is just it's it, it, there's there's really nothing to say right now. If you look at the rest of a lot of good teams, this is I'm just saying this is not a good team. And, you know, we've been saying all year, you know, this is the next series, the next series, the next series. The thing is, it's not happening. Now, I'm not saying that it can't turn around, Sam. Okay, but I'll just leave it with. Mm. Right now, there's nothing to be impressed about. And it's just, it's just, it's just talk. You know what I mean? Because right now, they're not doing anything right. And the guys that, sh- that are making the big money are not producing, period. That's what I got. Jay, thank you for the call, and thank you for listening. Look, I think two things can be true at once, right? I think this can be a good win, and I think we can also look at the record after this win, and they're sitting at 23-27 and through 50 games, which is a spot that nobody thought they would be in. And, look, I'll, I'll on your overall call there, I'll say this. The Padres have to show you. I mean, you know, it can't be one game. It can't be any talking. It can't be two games. It can't be three games. They've got to first get back to 500. And this is a team that has to now prove 
that they are a quality team and they're a team that can win 90-plus games and go challenge the Dodgers for a division and get to the postseason and all of that. Right now, through 50 games, look, it has been very underwhelming and they have not been the team that anybody thought they could be. And, you know, today, Rugnet Odor, the hero, can you bet on Rugnet Odor being the guy that comes through throughout the next few weeks or throughout the rest of the season? Probably not. The, the the major guys in this lineup, Fernando and Soto and Bogarts and Manny and Jake Cronenworth and, you know, even the guys at the bottom of the lineup that play nearly every day, Trent Grisham, the catching position, all of it, everybody's got to be better, especially on the offensive side. And look, yesterday we talked about it. We heard Bob Melvin talk about it in the post game and the pregame today. Padres have to score more than three runs on four hits. I mean, yesterday we talked about it a ton. Aside from the two home runs, they had one other a runner on second base in the game yesterday. So, uh, look, the good news is they have plenty of time to prove to us, whether it's me, whether it's uh, anybody out there, any fans out there, anybody around the nation, they have plenty of time to prove that they're the team that we thought they were. To this point, record-wise, 23-27, and there's no secret around it. They have not been that team. But they have some time here. Maybe today is a turning point. We'll see. You know, if they go take two out of three from the Yankees, maybe we'll look back at this game as a turning point. If they go get swept and the road trip doesn't end, end up being a very good one, then we're probably having a different conversation. But look, I don't think it's any secret to anybody, whether it's me, whether it's Bob Melvin, whether it's anybody in that clubhouse, that it has not been the start that anybody envisioned for this team. But with that said... Today was a good win despite the issues with runners in scoring position. I I totally get it out there if you're saying, all right, this was a good win, but this did not fix all the problems, and we saw a lot of the same problems we've seen now through 50 games. You're right about that. I mean, they went three for 16 with runners in scoring position, and if Odor doesn't hit the home run, then we're not having a a happy post-game show. We're having a post-game show where we're still trying to figure out as a whole what is going on with runners in scoring positions? So, look, for today, we're going to have plenty of time to talk about it tomorrow on the pregame throughout the day here on 97.3 The Fan. For today, I think two things can be true at once. It'd be a good win. It'd be great to see what Odor did, to see somebody step up and have a huge moment. But still, the Padres got to show us that they are the team that everybody thought they were before this season began. And, look, four games below five hundred on May 25th is not what anybody drew up for this Padres team. So good news, as I've said many times, a season is not decided and is not fully written after 40-plus games and now 50 games here in 2023. All right, we'll step aside here on our post-game show. We'll come back with more of your phone calls. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. We still have to uh, take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard. We'll give out some more of our daily awards. We may play Bob Melvin's post-game audio again for you in case you missed it as the Padres win it 8-6 to six over the Washington Nationals. Again, Sam Levitt with you on our Padres post-game show here on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. We are going until... 6 p.m. filling in for uh, Gwyn and Chris today until 6 p.m. And uh, we'll continue to break this Padres win down. More to come on our postgame coverage after this on the Padres Radio Network.
Padres win it in Washington, D.C. as the Padres win their first series in a while since the very first part of May when they took two of three from the Cincinnati Reds. The Padres win it 8-6 to six over the Washington Nationals in D.C. here today as the Padres take the rubber game of this three-game series. And now they head to New York City, a three-game series against the New York Yankees beginning tomorrow in the Bronx. Right-hander Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Padres tomorrow. Again, Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside our Padres Radio Network studios. We are going until 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan. So we have a lot of time for phone calls, 833-288-0973. The phone number if you want to get involved, 833-288-0973. We will take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little bit. So stay tuned for that. But first, we do have some daily awards to give out. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Two and two. Here it is from Hader. And a swing and a miss. 97-mile-an-hour fastball. Hader works a 1-2-3 bottom of the ninth inning. And the Padres steal one in Washington, 8-6 over the Nationals to win the series two games to one. Our relief pitcher of the game, Josh Hader, a 1-2-3 ninth inning, picks up his 13th save of the season in now 15 opportunities, lowers his ERA to 0-8-6 in 21 appearances this season. A 1-2-3 ninth, struck out a couple of batters and made it a very drama-free ninth inning. He's our relief pitcher of the game, Josh Hader. And again, if you're wondering, well, how about Drew Carlton because of what he did in that eighth inning? It really was a very significant 1-2-3 eighth inning, kept it at a one-run deficit. Well, we gave it to uh, Drew Carlton with our ace pitcher of the game. And look, uh, it ended up being a very important 1-2-3 inning in the eighth, uh, keeping it a one-run game, which gave the Padres their fullest opportunity to come back and win this game after it was a very, very tough seventh inning. The Nationals had seven consecutive hits, an error in there as well. Uh, to begin the seventh inning, they scored five runs. It was stunning at the time, the Nationals taking a 6-5 lead. And they still had that 6-5 lead until Rugnet Odor hit the three-run home run in the ninth inning. It was a big day for Rugnet Odor. Let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here today, Rugned Odor, had the two-run double. In the fifth inning, made it 5-1. to one. Then Odor, with the Padres down to their final out, in the ninth inning, two on, he did this. 1-0 to Odor. The pitch hit in the air, deep to right field, and down the line. This one is going to go! A three-run homer! Rugnet Odor again! And the Padres are back in front. It's 8-6. to Rugnet Odor, what a day. Two hits, a double, a home run. Five RBIs total, and he had the biggest swing of the Padres' season to this point as the Padres win it 8-6. to six. What a day for Rugnet Odor. We heard his post-game reaction earlier inside the Padres' clubhouse, and he talked about 
how good it felt to contribute to this team. Talked about uh, if this team can carry that momentum moving forward. You certainly hope they can. And again, to that point in the game, the Padres were 2 for 15 with runners in scoring position. But Rugned made us forget a lot of that. Not all of it, but a lot of it with that three-run home run in the ninth inning. All right, we have uh, the phone boards lighting up here, so I do want to take as many as, uh, of your phone calls as we can here with our extended edition of our post-game show. We will take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up a little bit later, so stay tuned for that. We also may play Bob Melvin's post-game reaction for you again in case you missed it earlier because uh, we have about an hour-and-a-half long post-game show here as the Padres win it 8-6 to over the Washington Nationals. Let's go back to the phones, though. We go to Kathy, who's calling in from L.A. Hi, Kathy. Hey, Sammy. Um, it's just cracking me up that Odor is doing so well these past few days because I can remember being at a spring training game. I think it was in the Cincinnati Park and didn't realize I was sitting so close to the dugout. I saw this guy in an Odor jersey. I'm thinking somebody's pretty optimistic that he's making the team and it turned out it was actually Odor he was just I was looking into the dugout and he was standing with his back to me so the fact that he's doing so well it's just really cracking me up and the fact that he's done better than so many of our other players well uh Kathy uh you're breaking up there thank you for the call Kathy uh look uh early on in his Padres career it wasn't going all that well for Rugnet Odor now he wasn't playing very much especially after Fernando Tatis Jr. came back but hey credit where credit's due and Rugnet is playing a lot right now a because Manny Machado is out and with Hassan Kim's injury we'll see the x-rays were negative on his on his left knee according to Bob Melvin which uh, is very good to hear but uh, we'll see if if uh, Hassan Kim uh, is in the lineup tomorrow you would imagine there's a chance he may not be because he just looked like he was in so much pain the point being Odor may have more opportunities to play uh, if Kim is out for any period of time and also forgetting just the the guys that are out, Rugned is hitting and he's contributing. And right now, with the way this offense has been, with all the issues with runners in scoring position and the bats in general, if you're hitting, if you're producing, if you're driving in runs, you got to play. So, I, I, honestly, I'd be shocked if Rugned Odor was not in the lineup tomorrow and at least the next couple of days because he's been that good and that important. And he had a couple of huge moments in this game here today. Let's go to Angela, who's calling in. Hi, Angela. Welcome to the Padres postgame show. What's up? Hello, is this Angela? Hello, can you hear me? Okay. Hello, hello. What's your name? Hey, sorry, Julian. Uh, this is Julian here. <laughs> All right, sorry. It popped up as uh, Angela on my board. Hi, Julian. What's going hey. on? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, just uh, thanks for taking the call there, Sammy. Uh, I know you said earlier it's a mixed-feeling win, and it definitely is. Uh, you know, Odor with a team on his back. But um, I think, you know, I saw on social media some people forgetting, you know, the, the issues with Tim Hill and Martinez, and I think that's what's so frustrating was, you know, that inning, I think they had, what, maybe four to five or six hits in a row. And um, I hate to hate on any of our players, but it just seems like any time Tim Hill comes in the game, uh, it, things seem to go south. You know, we'll have a clean game, not a lot of runs, and then just the next thing you know, boom, there's five runs in one inning. And uh, just kind of frustrating not really seeing the success from Tim Hill. 
Well, look, Tim Hill has, and appreciate the call, Julian. Thank you so much for calling in and for listening. Look, Tim Hill has had some nice moments this season. He's had some rougher moments this season, sort of the same thing as what we saw last year. Overall numbers right now for Tim, one and one with a 4-1-5 ERA now in 24 appearances. And here today, he was charged with three earned runs. He didn't get a single out in the inning here today. And look, it was not a great appearance for Tim Hill here today. He gave up a single, a single, a double, and then he was taken out of the game. And uh, the other two, uh, the, the last two hits he gave up, they both came into score, so he was charged with three earned runs. His ERA in the month of May now, 5-1-9 in 10 appearances, a 3-7-5 ERA in 13 appearances in April. Look, he's had some stretches where he's been really good, had a tough outing against the L.A. Dodgers uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he's had some tough ones in there. Uh, but look, he's been a pretty reliable guy, I think, over the course of his career in a Padres uniform. And uh, right now, even with all the success of Tom Cosgrove, he's still that that primary lefty coming out of the bullpen. Although Tom Cosgrove has been so good, who knows? Uh, you know, uh, you know how those lefty assignments shake out in in the weeks to come. Because we saw Tom Cosgrove. Uh, pitch uh, a high leverage spot yesterday, and uh, he's been excellent so far. So look, I, I think. No doubt the seventh inning here today was nightmarish based on the hits given up, based on some of the weak contact that got through, based on the error. I mean, seven consecutive hits, no matter how you get them, whether it was a bunt or it was a line drive to begin an inning, I mean, it's not good. But, you know, the Padres were were able to overcome it here today. So, you know, look, Tim has had some, some good stretches. He's had some rough outings as well. Today certainly was in uh, – the rough category let's go to andy who's calling in from la jolla hi andy hi i just want to say that you're going to be the next online to be on a tv broadcast for the padres i am you're and saying <laughs> yes 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 you will be and i think uh, with the team the way that brandon dixon is hitting and odor mm-hmm. i think that problem with the, our manager we should keep him on, on like you were saying earlier they should stay in lineup if somebody's hitting also i'd like to see bogart get pushed back to six or something mm and put maybe the more veterans in the middle of the lineup. And and let's give thumbs up to Soto. He's been incredible. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking, why don't we put him in the leadoff? Because he gets on base so much, let Fernando drive him in. <laughs> because yeah. the guy gets on base so much. And as far as the pitchers, I think the ones who are not performing, just push him back in the in the lineup and move up the ones who are pitching well, honestly. I think, I think today was disappointing with Martinez. He's been lights out all year, and he didn't really come through today. He didn't have it. I think both pitchers who came in relief, they didn't have much much, much to throw. But I just want to say you have a great show, and I think this is going to be the game that the Padres is going to win 18 out of 20 the next 20 games. <laughs> well, certainly hope so, Andy, and, and thank you for the call. And, uh, look, you, you said a lot there. Uh, I'll try to touch on some of the points. I mean, look, Juan Soto walked four times in this game, had a single, scored a couple of runs, and, look, the single he had in the ninth inning, despite the two guys behind him, Bogarts and Carpenter, striking out, he was part of the rally that – got things started, and even got it to Odor in that ninth inning. So, look, we know Juan Soto has been much, much, much better over the course of the last few weeks. Um, as far as playing time, things like that, the bottom line right now, when you talk about Dixon, when you talk about Odor, they're going to play right now because especially if Hassan Kim is out for any period of time, I mean, they got to play. Uh, the, the way they're going to have to shift things around to make this work uh, as far as the lineup and defensively. So, and, and look, again, um, 
I'm willing to play Rugnet Odor for as long as he's doing what he's doing. I mean, the Padres right now need the offensive production, whether it's runners in scoring position or not. So, I mean, would anybody be surprised if Odor is in the lineup tomorrow and the next day and at least for a couple more days here? Because how could he not be with the way he's he's hitting the baseball and contributing to wins? I mean, had a huge base hit on Sunday. He had a key pinch hit single in the win on Tuesday. Um, you know, and obviously had some some just enormous swings in the game here today. So Rugnet Odor has been great. And uh, the point on Nick Martinez, look, Nick has been really, really, really good out of the Padres bullpen. He wasn't great today. He gave up some hits. He made the error, which wasn't totally on him. You know, Jay Cronenworth was all the way over by second base and uh, it was going to be a bang-bang play at first base as Cronenworth tried to get over and then Martinez uh, was trying to hit him in stride, kind of like a, a wide receiver on a crossing route, and Cronenworth and Martinez couldn't connect on the throw, went into right field. It was a tough outing for Nick Martinez. Now, to his credit, it could have been even worse because he had runners on first and third with nobody out still. The Nationals at that point have a one-run lead, gets a couple of pop-outs, then that great play from Brett Sullivan blocking the ball well enough to go get it, tag out Alex Call coming to home plate. So, look, Nick Martinez obviously uh, wasn't great in this game, ends up going just one inning and gets charged with one earned run. So, in a number sense, it wasn't a disaster for Nick. But, uh, look, it was a rough seventh inning for both Tim Hill and Nick Martinez, there's uh, no way around that here today. All right, we'll uh, take some uh, more of your phone calls. We'll also uh, take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard in a moment. I do want to play you Bob Melvin's, or at least some of it, Bob Melvin's post-game press conference because uh, we played it at this point almost an hour ago, and I do want to make sure in case you're just getting in your car, in case you're uh, just tuning in, that you do hear some of Bob Melvin's post-game reaction. Here was Bob Melvin inside the Padres clubhouse after this 8-6 win in Washington. Washington. Bob, quite a roller coaster ride today. How big was it to come out with the win on that one? Yeah, we've been needing a couple swings like that. So not only did we, you know, get to cash in on some, you know, runners in scoring position early in the game, we did obviously late as well. And Odor's had a lot to do with that lately. He's a guy that was a late side in spring training, had to wait for his opportunities recently with Manny down. He's gotten those opportunities and it seems like he's making the most of them. Without a doubt. I mean, he's, he's, you feel good when he's at the plate right now. Obviously, you know, when guys are swinging good and when they're not. But, um, you know, I've said often, he's not, a, he's not afraid of any situation. I've seen him many times over on the other side. And, you know, right now he's swinging a hot bat for us and came up at the right time. Some hits with runners in scoring position today. And just how important was it for the offense to maybe pick up the defense and the pitching today, which has really been carrying the club for a while? Yeah, they, you know, well, we typically, we play two games in a row not very well defensively. Um, which is unlike us a little bit, and the bullpen's been so great, Nick in particular, that to be able to pick those guys up with a different facet that's going to be important for us to, you know, obviously swing the bats and get some big hits and, you know, showed up at the right time today. How would you evaluate Blake's outing today? It was spotty as far as his command at times, but ended up making, you know, four walks, ended up making big pitches, throws 100 pitches and, you know, in five innings or right at it, but got big outs when he needed to. Um, you know, had to struggle a little bit with, like I said, with his command, but, you know, ends up making a big pitch. We, we talked yesterday about needing to punch back and the fact that you guys were down and, yeah. and came back, not just the Odor home run, but the at-bats by Cronenworth and, and Soto there. What, is, what right. does that all mean? Yeah, look, we have the ability to do it. It's just stringing some together. So, you know, today's a good start. We're going to have to continue to do that. 
you know, late in the game here, it's tough to see too. You know, I got to give their credit, hit it some, hit her some credit too, for putting up a five spot when, you know, the seventh inning shadows are over the place and stringing some hits together. So, you know, hopefully this is the game that kind of spurs us to be better offensively. How big was that by Dixon? He didn't have much notice, comes in and kind of gets you guys started. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, you know, we were joking about that. There's no consequence of bat there with, with two strikes, but, you know, it seems like today he, he found that stroke that we saw in, in, you know, we were seeing in AAA, so had good at-bats across the board today. Uh, we'll see, you know, with Kimmy, x-rays negative. Um, he felt better as the day went along. I doubt he'll be able to play tomorrow, but at this point, it doesn't look like an IL. Rockenero mentioned to me yesterday how good he's been feeling yeah. the last 10 games. How good is it for you to see the process translate into results? Yeah, he works hard. Look, he's he's ready for anything right now. You know, had to, had to play third, he's played second, he's played the outfield for us, a little different role that he's had. You know, at any point in time of his career, he just wants to help his team win, and today he certainly did that. What was your advantage on Brett Sullivan's tag in the seventh inning? At the, at the, initially, it did not look like he had tagged him, and then, you know, when he came in, he said, I got his foot. So it was, you know, an important call that, you know, that, that the out call was made, because when you go back and look at replay, you, I mean, you could tell a little bit that he got it, but, you know, obviously sometimes the ones that are close don't go your way. So I think we, maybe we benefited by the fact that the initial call was out. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in Washington, D.C., following this 8-6 win for the San Diego Padres in the rubber game of this three-game series. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network, an extended edition of our post-game coverage as we bring you up until 6 p.m. here, so we still do have a few more minutes. If you want to squeeze a phone call in, we may have time, 833-288-0973, as the Padres get a big win. Rugnet Odor, the go-ahead three-run home run in the ninth inning, propelling the uh, Padres. That was uh, my uh, one of the ads on my little scoreboard site that popped up that you heard there. That can only mean one thing, right? Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Thursday in the Major Leagues. By the way, that little audio that that popped up off my laptop, I don't think that's happened this year. That has happened before, last season, a number of times. It was always embarrassing. I think that's the first time here in Game 50 it happened this year. I was throwing a perfect game until today. All right, here we go. Out of town scoreboard. Rockies beat the Marlins 7-6 in Colorado today. It was the Rays over the Blue Jays 6-3 in Tampa Bay. The Cardinals beat the Reds 2-1 in Cincinnati. Game's going on right now. Giants ahead of the Brewers 1-0 in Milwaukee. Mets ahead of the Cubs 4-1 in Chicago in the fifth inning. Braves leading the Phillies 5-4 in Atlanta in the fifth inning. Orioles over the Yankees right now 1-0 in the sixth inning. White Sox trailing the Tigers 5-2 in Detroit in the seventh inning. Game still coming up. Just one. He's at the Mariners at 640 in Seattle today. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Thursday in the Major Leagues. 
Again, the Padres win it by a final score of 8-6 to six over the Washington Nationals. We do have a moment here, so let's uh, squeeze in one more phone call. We go to Diego, who's calling in from Chula Vista. Hi, Diego. Hello. Very nice to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, I wanted to mention something about this game because I was following it on the radio and then as well on the Internet, mm-hmm. and this is a kind of gutsy win that the team needs to needs to really bring out. This is what sparks, like someone mentioned a few minutes ago, 15 wins in 20 games or a stretch like that. Like just the persistence that the team showed today was something they really needed going into New York. Yeah, they certainly showed a lot of fight. And Diego, appreciate the call. It's a good point. Look, um, with how this season has began, one win is not going to get this team back on track and heading towards where we all thought they would go. There's still four games below 500 after this win. I'm not trying to pour cold water on the win, but you're right. Here today, there was fight, and there was a big hit from Rugnet Odor, and you know, I think Tony talked about it during the broadcast after the Nationals took the lead 6-5 in the seventh inning, really in a stunning way and in a heartbreaking way, really. You know, the Padres immediately put a runner on second base, couldn't get him in. Then they have the rally in the ninth inning, the Odor home run. But they talked about it on the broadcast. The the dugout was alive, you know, even after the Padres were trailing in this game. So, yes, they showed a lot of good fight in this game. They did. And hopefully we'll see in the days to come if this win can be uh, can be a springboard for this team and what they can do in New York against the Yankees. We'll see in the days to come. The, the only thing I'll say is that, you know, right now the Padres have to put together a really good stretch of baseball, not just to get back to 500, but to prove to, to everybody out there. And, and it's no secret that they are the team we all thought they could be. And right now, they're still sitting at four games below 500. It's 50 games in. A season is not decided in 50 games, not even close. But again, you know, the Padres have to put together now a good stretch of baseball, a good stretch of offense, and we'll see in time if this win can spark all that. We don't know that until uh, the games coming up happen, the rest of this road trip happens, but certainly a lot of good fight here today. And you would think, you would hope, a win to build off of. Speaking of games to come, game one of a three-game series beginning tomorrow in New York City in the Bronx against the New York Yankees. First pitch tomorrow in that series opener at 4.05 p.m. Arika Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 3.05 and certainly hope you can join us then. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today. In the series finale in Washington, the Padres, eight runs, nine hits, two errors. They left on eight. And for the Nationals, six runs, 12 hits, one error. They left on 10. The winning pitcher was Drew Carlton, who improves to 1-0. Losing pitcher was Hunter Harvey, who drops the 2-2. The save goes to Josh Hader, his 13th of the season. Time of game, three hours and 19 minutes. And the crowd, 17,524. Again, first pitch tomorrow in New York at 4.05. Pre-game coverage begins at 3.05. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Maddie Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long. Again, our final score, the San Diego Padres 8 and the Washington Nationals 6. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on the Padres Radio Network.